Hello and happy new day. Hey, this is Yadida. So I thought I would step outside today. It's, it's beautiful. Um, it was raining, but the leaves on the trees, like all these vibrant, beautiful fall colors, um, it's, just, it's just gorgeous. And the sun is starting to peek out right now. So I said, let me just come outside. So you'll hear some background noise, but I, I think sometimes we need to just relax, right? Oftentimes we, we want it to be perfect and, you know, sometimes we're working from home and, and we want it to appear as much as we can that everything is in check and the children are going to be quiet when you're recording or when you're on that Zoom meeting and it just doesn't happen like that. And that's because life, life is happening all around us and if we're living, we should be moving. And I think that sometimes we, I don't want to say we make excuses, but we're apologizing for things that sometimes we don't necessarily need to have full control over it. I won't say there aren't times when you won't have control, but sometimes we don't need to have full control over some things. We need to just allow, allow life, allow laughter, allow even vulnerability and even the beauty of just being, just being you, of just showing up and saying, yeah, this is me with all of my imperfections or this is me. It, it's not perfect. Everything is not the way that I would like for it to be right now, but I'm here. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I'm still trying. I'm still pushing. Sometimes I think it's okay also. I'm, you know, thinking about marriages and Am I married at the moment? No. Um, if you know my story, we all have one. But I'm not going to talk about that today. That's in my book, Don't Give Up. A part of it is, um, if you don't have the book yet, you can get it. It's on Amazon. Or um, Actually, my um, link tree, I put it up on my Instagram page. And the website and everything is on there and the audiobook is there too because some people say hey we prefer just to listen to you read it and so that's fine too but it's there but I think that you know what what would happen if even in marriages where people felt like they didn't have to be filter perfect um social media ready <laughs> Why is it that our lives nowadays, it's being more built upon social media more than life itself, more than what's really happening? And no, it's not that people need to post the difficult moments, but they need to accept them and be in the moment and be present in those moments. The way that we are for smile, I'm about to take a picture, right? What if more people felt that they could speak to people um, and say, you know what? Trusted people now. I know sometimes it's like, wait a minute. No, not everybody, but trusted people who other marriages, do you know other trusted people and say, guess what? Like, you know, I'm a woman of faith. And so sometimes you want to have people around who can pray with you, who can fast with you, who, you know, who are going to love you through it. Not just when you arrive, not just when you get there, not just when you're showing up and, and you're all dressed up and, and all of these things, 
What about when you're on your way to that space? That's still you too. You know, I I love to um, take pictures, right? And I love to put things up on social media because I believe that we should share the reality of what actually is as opposed to what we want people to perceive it to be. And it's great to have those moments where you're like, yes, I'm on vacation finally, right, for some of us. Or yes, you know, I'm actually at my favorite restaurant. Let me get a snapshot. But I kid you not, I don't know if you notice this too. I'm looking at people who are like, yeah, like they, they kind of have to get the, uh, I'm looking at all these acorns right now. The squirrels are probably like super happy <laughs> that are falling out the trees. But, um, you know, like I'm looking at sometimes when people are videotaping and you could see the look on the children's faces like, oh, brother, not again. Right. Because sometimes they don't want to do it. They really don't. They just want to be in the moment. And I don't want us to miss out on some of the the beautiful, the vulnerable, the powerful, the resilient moments that we have in life because we, we just are looking for perfect or we're looking for everything to be just right. But yet in our reality, we're like, no, it hasn't happened yet for me. Can we sit in those moments, right? And just say, even in the reality or even in being, um, what's the word that I want to say? Just being honest with how we really feel. God, I don't know what's going on. God, I don't understand. Or even saying to a dear friend or a family member, you know, this is what's really happening in my life. I'm going to tell you, I keep so many things sometimes. Um, although I have my select few people that I do talk to you know, who will pray or who will talk or who will fast even turn down their plate because some things are spiritual too. Um, and there are times, yeah, when, when you look and maybe you say, gosh, there's nobody I can trust with this. But you know what? First of all, you can trust God with every single thing that you go through and that you face in this life. And then there are some people who are not going to judge you. I, I, I know some pe- sometimes like you ever feel like you just kept waiting for it to stop. You kept running. Like you felt like you were running. Maybe you felt like you were in survival or fight or flight mode for such a long time. And you just were like, man, you know, I know if I just run just a little bit longer, this is going to stop. And you did that. And you ran for that extra mile. You ran for that um, extra 10 minutes or whatever it was. Or you told yourself, this this seems like it's too much. You ever like, Were you ever like... God, I know they said you wouldn't put more on me that I could bear, but my gosh, like, do you see this? Can I really bear this? Can I really take this? Yeah. I'm looking at the trees and the wind is just blowing through them. and It's a beautiful thing. Because I like to look at them and say that the trees, like their leaves, are literally praising and giving glory to God, even though the wind is blowing. And sometimes in our lives, the wind is blowing. And sometimes it's the wind of the favor of God, of the presence of God, of Holy Spirit. And sometimes it's the wind of a storm, of turmoil, of an affliction, of sickness, of financial lack, of, of sadness. 
we we get both you know the bible says that god reigns on the just as well as the unjust so sometimes we have those moments like why is it that it seemed like i'm operating in faith and i'm trusting you god and yet it looks like you're blessing those who don't seem like they are serving you and i want to say something to that too because sometimes we are judging people according to what we see and we don't know what happens when that person goes in their secret closet they might be out there partying and dancing hard on social media, twerking and, and lurking. <laughs> and then when they get home, they, they fall on their knees and say, God, I messed up again. I didn't mean to go. I didn't mean to do it. But when they called me, I was, I was tempted and vulnerable. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know the inaudible cries, the cries that people have on the inside that like I'm saying, they don't share because they're trying to show people like this is where my perfect lies. But what if our what is our perfect based on? Is it based on what society says, what society says is perfect? A white fence, a cat, a dog, a husband and a wife, a baby, a child, Gucci bags, um, Louis Vuitton. All of these things, is that when we've arrived at a place called perfect? Diamond rings, red bottom shoes. Is that it? Is, does that mean what true happiness is? Does that mean when, does that, is that the caliber of the people who really have it together? Is that the caliber of those who are valuable? Is it? It's not. Because one thing that I've learned is that that God is in the midst of the journey and the process too. He's in the midst of you learning something new about yourself, about what ticks you off. <laughs> he left that doggone toilet seat up again. You're not really mad that the toilet seat was left up. You're just mad because it seems like he's not listening to you and you really want him to listen. That's what you want. Like, respect me, man. I love you. <laughs> Why can't you just put that seat down, right? It's not that the kids aren't, you know, picking up the toys and stuff. You just want someone to help you sometimes. That's, that's why you feel upset. So can we find God in the imperfect moments? Am I still me? Am I still valuable? It's the question that many people ask. Am I still worth it? Am I worth fighting for? When my hair is sitting all on top of my head, it's wrapped in a scarf when I don't feel like opening up the blinds because I'm just tired and I don't wanna fake it until I make it anymore. I wanna faith it. And faithing it really means, God, this is where I am. This is the truth of my reality right here. This is it. And yet you call me royalty. And yet you say I'm still a queen. And for the gentleman, yet you say, he says you're still a king. And maybe you lost your job and you're wondering how you're going to make ends meet. And maybe you've had to go stand on the line. And maybe you, you went to get government assistance. And it never meant that you were to stay on it. God, may you be bigger. May you come through even in the midst of the waiting.
May we trust you and hope and believe that even when it doesn't look like everyone else's lives and we're looking at our own and we're wondering like, what's wrong with me sometimes? You ever been there? I think we all have. My word for you today is to keep going. I want you to rest when you need to, because rest is important. And you know it's amazing that you can even fight from a place of rest. You can. Because when you fight from a place of rest, it means you literally are saying, God, in you I trust. In you I trust. You look in the courts and they have in God we trust, but I don't know what kind of God some of them are trusting in, because if they were really trusting in the God that I know, who says that you will always have the poor with you, that God, that God who's concerned and compassionate and who reached out to the outcasts and the lower of society, that's the God that I trust. Some people are trusting the God of this world. And that's why they're breaking those who are in the midst of a process and discrediting their process. You're going to learn something in the process about you, about God, and about others. So it's you with the scarf on your head. <laughs> I have one on now. So it's you when you've got on the red bottoms. So it's you when you're pushing past the mundane and every obstacle that's tried to hold you back for years. It's still you. It's you when you're crying. It's you when you're laughing. It's you when you're praising God. It's you when you're around multiple people and it's you when you're by yourself. It's all you. So embrace it. Embrace you, embrace the challenges, embrace the victories, embrace the struggle, embrace that you're coming out of it, embrace that you will move forward by faith every time, every time, every time. So this is Yadida, also known as Faith. I'm Coach Faith to many and I'm a faith and empowerment strategist because when I decided to coach and when I felt led, no, it wasn't just me. This is a calling from God. When I heard start coaching, start a group, and I was like, now? It was not at an optimal part and season of my life, I thought. I would have preferred to say, well, wait till I have, you know, my house and all of these things, God. That's the right time. But God doesn't move like us. He doesn't think like us. And sometimes he's going to push you to leap, to get out of the box to show up and in your mind you're going to say well I don't want anyone to see me now I don't want them to know what I'm faced with now I don't want them to see me in this very imperfect moment but God moves in imperfect moments he used Moses who felt he was so ill-equipped but if God says I'm calling you how can we stand up before him and say well no not me I can't possibly be the one that's not true be you be broken be healed <laughs> Be all that you can be. I'm an author, a best-selling author. I wrote a book called Don't Give Up. And I wrote that book because when I write, when I do things, it's God-inspired. It's, it's me hearing God say, yes, you've been through a lot, but I want you to share what you've been through. And I want you to share how you made it, how I brought you through. I want you to expound on the victory and the moments that you even cried, but that you knew that you weren't crying alone those moments God has me to share in books, the vulnerable moments, because yes, I do believe that so much of this social media and reality TV and all of these things has, it has gotten some people to the place where they don't believe that they can be real 
And me, I'm going to be real. I'm going to show up on social media. Sometimes I look like the Lion King sister. And other times, hey, hair will be done and all that stuff. But it's still me. And I think that's one thing that I want to start to do and show. So that we never get into the place that we belittle the people who... That we belittle the people who are not perfect. (laughs) My daughter is coming, calling me. I just heard a little voice say, May. (laughs) Yeah, so don't belittle those moments. You didn't hear her. Maybe you did. It was so cute. Don't belittle those moments, right? Live in the moment of you. How about that? Of Every quirky laugh that you have, every corny joke you tell, I'm a corny joker. Live in those moments and then be you because the world is looking for people who are just them. So if you see me with my scarf on in a video, know that I'm doing it with intention. I'm doing it because I want people to stop thinking that they can only listen to the wealthy. Yeah, listen to some of them. You're going to get some great tidbits. But listen to the people who are also in the process who haven't arrived yet, but who have not given up. They're powerful. (laughs) Those people are strong. I happen to be one of them, by the grace of God. I also created a course from the book. I have a chapter called Butterfly Wings that people love very, very much because we're all in the midst of a process. And some people are at the end of it, and they're celebrating, and other people are at the beginning, and some in the middle. But guess what? Wherever you are in your process and your journey, every single bit of it matters. Every bit The caterpillar, the chrysalis, all of it, it didn't happen. The butterflies didn't come until it went through that. And that's when transformation, right at the point where it seemed like it was going to die in that chrysalis, it gets broken down. Sometimes we feel like that. If you get past that point, get past that point. I feel that way even sometimes myself. But I keep saying, keep, keep going. Go encourage somebody. God's given you a gift. Use it. Use it now. Get it out. So the course is there too because I I talk with people who feel stuck. I talk with people who have these limiting beliefs and they really want to let go of them. They're, They're tired of them, truthfully. But sometimes they don't know what to do. So I created that course, Me and God. I didn't do it by myself. I felt his wisdom all over it and I was praying as I wrote it and crying through it because I kept thinking of the people who were going to take it who needed to be able to step past what the world perceived they should be and just be them. Me in the moment. I like that. How about you? You can get it. Uh, My link tree is Yadida Span. I guess it's link.tree or linktr.ee backslash Yadida Span. And I created the mini course because I know how it is. Sometimes you're like, well, who is this person? Well, I'm a person who's here to help shift mindsets, help people to break through with the help of God, help get them to a place of transformation in their mindset and in their life at large. All of that is what I'm called to do. I'm a faith and empowerment strategist. I am a certified Christian life coach, and I love what I do. What makes my coaching different from everyone else's, you may ask? My friend wrote it very clearly the other day. She said, listen, And I know this, she said, you are compassionate and you do personalized, individualized techniques and strategies so that people can reach their goal. And that is what I do because I care. (laughs) 
because I care. So be you in the moment. Don't wait until it seems perfect. I'm celebrating you now, right where you are. If you're on the top, if you feel like you're on the bottom, if you feel like you're on the bottom, come on and get up. So much more. You'll make it. Believe. Have hope. And then do the steps. Go to the therapist. Get the life coach. Write in your journal. Do something nice for you today. And if you don't mind, tell me what it is that you did. Because you've got to do nice things for you too. Okay? This is Faith. This is Yadita. And I'm me in the moment. I want you to do the same. Be you too. Because you're worth celebrating. Talk to you soon. Happy New Day to you. So it's Yadita of YaditaSpan.com. And here I am again with a podcast episode for you. And I've been thinking... Um, I have a couple of different topics I'd like to share, but I'm going to pick one in particular. Um, Last evening, I was working on my website again. If you're a creative person, you understand totally what I mean by that. You know, it's almost like, are you the type of person who, I don't know, you know, your furniture, you look at your furniture and you're like, okay, I'm going to leave it like this. And then all of a sudden you go and you change it again and then you switch it up again and probably again. <laughs> that reminds me kind of of myself. Um, I just like to switch things around as far as the furniture, the website, um, different things like that. And so I was working on it probably, I don't know, I've taken the website down, brought it back up at yaditaspan.com. But in particular, I was working on the course that um, I created called Well, it had a different name. At first, it was Butterfly Wings. And if you have my book, Don't Give Up, that's one of the chapters in the book, chapter four, which is Butterfly Wings that, you know, I used to go on live on Facebook and read from that chapter. And I mean, so many people, I I would see the emojis popping up of the person with the tears or the hearts coming up. And really, that was simply because if you've ever read the story, um, if you did, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, that caterpillar in that story, the way that um, I was led to write it, and when I do things, I usually pray and, you know, ask the father, like, how should I write this? You know, how is it going to encourage or motivate or inspire a person or just help someone not to give up? And so, you know, wrote the book and um, that chapter, almost like I, I wrote it as if I was having a conversation with a caterpillar. And when I think about that caterpillar, when I was a little girl, how we would see them on the ground. And most people don't look at a caterpillar and say, this caterpillar is so beautiful. They don't, they don't usually do that unless they're into insects. Most people, especially children, are going to look at that caterpillar and pick it up with a stick you know, take it off of its track because it's going somewhere and take it off of the track without even considering where it's going. Pick it up, you know, fling it around a little bit, look at it and say, ew. And nine times out of 10, after that ew comes, there's a fling and the caterpillar goes flying over um, in a direction, right? Back on the ground. You know, we never really consider a couple of things. Once again, We don't look at the fact that that caterpillar was going somewhere before it met us. (laughs) We don't think about that. We don't also think about 
how that caterpillar probably feels, right? Maybe we assume that insects don't have feelings and we pick it up and then we toss it, we fling it and it hits the ground. We're not concerned, is that caterpillar hurt? What, is it okay? We don't think about that. As we look at it curl up into a seeming like ball and then after a while it unflinches itself and starts to crawl again. We don't think about that. A lot of times, you know, in that story, I kind of equate that caterpillar to human beings. And I don't know about you, but yes, I've experienced moments in life myself where I felt like that caterpillar, like I was going somewhere and I met someone who probably, like you as well, probably met someone, didn't fully appreciate you for who you were. So they kind of, you know, for their own sport, uh, you know, pick you up, have you go off course, and then toss you, fling you to the side. And that doesn't feel good for anyone. So I continue talking about this caterpillar and how it finally gets to the place where it, it's eating that milkweed. And if we know anything about milkweed, um, before it goes into that chrysalis, it's in there, it eats the milkweed, but the milkweed is actually poisonous, which is so interesting to me. Um, but it's eating it for the predator. Just in case a predator comes, that predator will be poisoned. And then it gets to this point where it's in that chrysalis and it starts to wrap itself. It's just spinning, spinning. Ever feel like you're just spinning? Your life is spinning. If you feel like it's spinning out of control, but it really had a purpose. Think about that. It's spinning, it's spinning, but it's not necessarily completely out of control because God created the caterpillar to actually do what it does to get to that place where it reaches that chrysalis and it's doing this spinning and all of a sudden it spins itself i believe it's like in silk i have to remember that part but into something precious now as i'm going through the story i start to say that that caterpillar is so happy to be inside of that chrysalis because all it can think is and part in the background sounds today but i want to get this out to you you know all it can think is finally Finally, I'm finally inside this chrysalis and no one, thank goodness, can get in. The thing about that, though, when we look at our own lives is that sometimes we reach a place where we just say we've been flung just like that cat caterpillar. We've been disregarded, um, you know, just really someone hasn't seen your value and your worth and you say i'm just going to just like this caterpillar get into this secret place well i'm hoping it's the secret place with the lord right but normally what we tend to do is we isolate and so when we isolate we go to this place and just like that caterpillar we're glad thank goodness nobody can get into this space. I'm so glad they just get on my, and I hate to tell people, I like to tell people, don't say people get on your nerves, right? Because you need your nerves and there are all types of diseases. You can look it up that affect the nerves. I've been saying this for years. Sometimes people say things like, oh, that's so crazy. And don't call your friends crazy because when they start acting out a little bit, just think about the words. Don't let people call you crazy either, right? Okay, so now we're going through this and it's in this chrysalis and it's like, thank goodness no one can get in. But after a while, it starts to recognize, yeah, that's great. No one can get in. They're not going to harm you in there, but neither could the caterpillar get out. 
And have you ever been at a point in your life where you were like, thank goodness, I'm finally isolated away from everyone. But you start to feel a little lonely. You start to feel like there's more for your life than just being in this self-contained chrysalis, this wall that maybe you felt you needed to create at a point in time of your life because you were just tired of being tired. I think we've all been there before. And so it's inside this chrysalis and it's just like enough is enough. It realizes it can't get out. But then there's some good news, right? And this is live. So that was the door creaking because I'm trying. I think someone's chopping down a tree. Remember, you know, George Washington, you know, chopping down the cherry tree. Was that George Washington? (laughs) But anyway, no one can get in and neither can this caterpillar get out. This is what starts to happen because if we study the caterpillar, we realizes we realize that it reaches a point in time where it starts to go through that metamorphosis. It starts to break down within the chrysalis in that isolated space. Have you ever been in a time in your life, and I know someone is shaking their head up and down like, oh my goodness, this lady, I feel like she knows me. Yeah, where you're in there and you literally feel like things are starting to break down. Things start to spew out of this caterpillar. It's changing, but it doesn't know into what. Have you ever been there? You knew you were changing. You knew that you went into this space of, of hiding. You were tired. You, you, just, you wanted someone to value you. And now you're in that space and things are starting to pew, spew out. And what's spewing out? Well, sometimes it's the emotions. It's the dissatisfaction. It's the tears that were bottled up inside of you for so long. When we ask that question, how did I, how, me, how, how did I get into this situation, right? And so it's at this point and stuff is spewing. Out and, and all of a sudden, it feels like it's desperate. Am I going to be able to make it through this situation? And as it's at that point, the point where it seemed like there was no more hope, where it seemed like all was lost, where it seemed like it was just going to leave here and die, it starts to hear this voice. Somewhere in the darkness, somewhere in the solitude, it hears the voice of the maker and it didn't recognize it as the maker at that time. And it's starting to say, breathe, live. And sometimes we literally need God himself because he is the one when everyone else clears out. That's another chapter in my book, Don't Give Up, that says, are you in the clear? We reach a time sometimes in our lives where it's just us and God. It's just us and God. And that's when we have to come clean. I'm disappointed, God. I don't understand why this happened to me. Or even sometimes we're like, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? But we also recognize that darkness, you know, sin came into the world. And yes, it created different things. And people, God gives people choices. And sometimes I get it. They don't make the best choice regarding you. But I need you to make the best choice regarding you. Every time I need you to say I am determined to win. I'm determined to fight this. I'm determined to come out of this. I'm determined to get on the top of this and not stay down. That's what you have to do. 
So it starts to hear the maker, who is God, telling this caterpillar to breathe, telling this caterpillar, live. He's speaking over it in the midst of the most traumatic time of its life. And sometimes, my friend, all you need is one word from God. If you can hear God say, live, if you can hear God say, you, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't care what people say or think about you. You are valuable. If you can get that one word from God, you'll live. You'll make it. And you have to because God created you. We didn't create ourselves. So we don't want to take the opportunity for those, somebody in the sound of my voice who's like, I'm giving up. They want to commit suicide. You didn't create yourself. The caterpillar never knew it was going to gain wings. It never knew that after it was broken down, after it was flung off of a stick, after people looked at it and said, ew, there's no purpose for you, caterpillar. It never knew that a wonderful transformative change was going to happen in its life, but it had to keep going. And there comes a point in your life where you're like, I'm going, but I feel like I can't take it anymore. I'm going, but I feel like I've reached the end. I'm going, but I feel like it's just too much for me. When you reach the end of your rope, realize this. That's where the other part of the rope begins. The rope that God gives. A rope called grace. A rope called mercy. Glory to God. A rope called sustenance. A rope called provision. A rope called hope. That's where it begins. At the end of your rope. When you like that caterpillar feel like you can't take anymore. So what happens next in the story, my friend? So as it gets broken down, the maker speaks life into it. And I thank God for the many times that he's spoken life into my life. When I too felt like that caterpillar, that's why I could write that story. That's why I can speak with such um, passion and emphasis on this and, and empathy. That's why I can do it because I know what it feels like to have been there, to wonder how I was going to make it through the heartache, how I was going to endure the sorrow of losing my mom in such a short amount of time, how I was going to make it through the abandonment and rejection that I experienced in a relationship. And, and it was so traumatic two years after my mom that it tried to take me out. But yet my maker, yet God, in all of his glory and splendor, was speaking to me saying, live, don't give up. And so why would I take a story that God gave to me? Why would I take the value and even the feeling, the emotion, the pain, and not turn around and tell someone else, don't give up? Why would I do that? That would be quite rude of me, actually. And so that's why I'm here, because I am here, because I can do it. And so the story continues, and it reaches a place where Something happens in the midst of the darkness, my friend. Something happens in the midst of the process and the journey after the maker, after God is speaking to this broken down caterpillar, telling it to live, that it continues to transform. It reaches the place where it practically seems like it died. But one thing about it, when we reach a place where we feel like we have died and we have nothing left, the Lord says, I'm come that you might have life. 
I am come that you just won't have life, but that you will have life more abundantly. And that's what you have to reach for, the abundant life in God. That's where your faith has to kick in. The caterpillar didn't have to have faith. It was just doing the journey. It was walking out the process that God had already ordained for it before the foundation of a world. He knew he would create a caterpillar. He knew he would make you, create you, form you, know you before you were ever in your mother's womb. He knew. God knew. God has a plan. In the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the chaos, even in the book of Genesis, he calls out and he looks at the chaos. He looks at the gross darkness and he starts to speak to it and say, let there be light. Let there be light. So I want you to start to see God speaking to you just like that caterpillar in that chrysalis all alone, thinking it was over, thinking it was going to die and there was nothing left, feeling the emotion spewing out of it and then realizing that God himself was right there. Knowing the outcome, he sees more than you do, my friend. He sees more than I do. I might be looking at the situation that I'm in right now and saying, well, my gosh, but because of faith, I get to see God in the midst of the brokenness. I get to see God in the midst of the disappointment. I get to see God and have hope instead of just being hopeless. So the caterpillar continues on and after a while, it's in that chrysalis and you have to read this story. Yes, I'm talking about it, but it's so beautiful in chapter four of my book, Don't Give Up. And here we go. All of a sudden, the caterpillar starts to realize something. It realizes that something is going on with its body. It went in to that chrysalis, a caterpillar a lone caterpillar, but now it's feeling something on the, on the right side. It's feeling some, what is this? What is, I, what is this? I've never felt this before. What, what, what in the world is this? And it starts to hear the maker. It starts to hear God say, I need you to start to stretch. I need you to start to push. I need you after you've gone through the process to start to spread your wings and start up the very thing that tried to keep you contained. And you, my friend, are going to have to do the same thing because there are some things that try to contain you, to stop you, to hold you back. And yet God is saying, I know what I have called you to. I know you by name. I know the hairs that are on your head, every single one of them. I know them and I know you, but you have to trust me in this. You can't even trust yourself because the heart is deceitful. The heart is emotional. One day the heart can be up. The next day the heart can be down. And so God says, stand on his word instead of just your word. Now, if your word is lining up with his word, then you can stand on that and you can rise in that and you can look just like he said in the midst of the darkness. Let there be light. 
And you can speak to your situation and you can say, let there be light. Let there be. So it feels this and the maker is telling it, you're going to have to push. It was uncomfortable because it had never felt this thing before. What is this thing? But it listens and it obeys. And there are going to be times in your life where you're going to feel uncomfortable when God is starting to enlarge you, when he's starting to say, use your voice. I want you to stretch further than you have. Yeah, I know you've been over on Facebook and what have you, but I need you to push a little more. I need you to stretch. I need your thoughts to be broader than they actually are. I need you to start to see yourself as people have said, speaking on those stages and saying, let there be light. Let there be a change. So it starts stretching and it's very uncomfortable. And here's the deal. When a caterpillar starts changing into that butterfly stage and it's inside of that chrysalis, it can no longer contain it because it did not. It changed. It changed. And no one, I want you to get this. No one could help that caterpillar or that now butterfly out of the chrysalis. If they would have gone and said, oh, look, it's struggling to get out. Let me go and help it. It would have died. And I know there are times in your life when you're just like, gosh, why can't somebody come and help me? And there are times when they will come. They will help you. And there are some people, may God forgive them, who will help you and they'll try to take all of the credit for it. So sometimes the Lord says he will give his glory to no other. And he will say to you, he'll say, son. He'll say, daughter. I know it's uncomfortable. I know you're not used to being in this type of, of, of state. I know you're not used to being in this space. I know you're not used to being in the shelter. I know you're not used to having your bank account almost seem like it's <laughs> like it's choking because it's dry. There's barely anything inside of that bank account. No, I wasn't really coughing. There's, it's dry. It's parched. And you have to literally believe that God is going to water your bank account again. But you have to start to speak to it. Just like when Jesus called Lazarus forth and he starts to call him out of the tomb, out of that dark place. Lazarus. He called him once. Lazarus. He calls him again. Come forth. And I want you to believe that whatever situation that you have found yourself in, that God is literally just like that butterfly now in there saying, my gosh, these wings, they're fragile. How can I push out of this situation? You may feel fragile and asking yourself, how can I push out? How can I get out of this situation? But you have to believe the word of the maker who has already spoken and told you that yes, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He has already spoken and told you that all things are working together for the good of those who love God and for those who were called according to his purpose. He already said that. It's already written. Now we have to walk in the way, in the purpose in the path of his word, he wrote it. So wait a minute, I'm over here on the left side. So if God is saying that all things are working together for my good, let me just step over because over here, I've been feeling defeated. On this side over here, 
That's not in the path of where he's calling me to destiny, to truth, and to hope. I have to move over so that I can start to walk in the path that he has created for me. There's a path that the enemy has created for you. That's the path where you just feel like you're losing it. You feel like you can't trust anyone. You feel like you're going down, but God is not saying that. He's saying, come up higher, reach higher, get into my word, listen, agree with me. Stop speaking evil against yourself. Stop self-sabotaging your life. Don't talk bad about yourself. That's self-sabotage. So the caterpillar is pushing the butterfly now and the wings and it's pushing. And all of a sudden it gets outside and it starts to stretch and the wing starts to expand. And then it says, wait a minute. There's a, there's something, I think this thing is on the other side too. And it starts, and it's starting to push through that chrysalis in that delicate state. Sometimes it takes a small, a small amount of faith to say, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to push, use my faith to get through this. My business is going to thrive. I know it is. That marriage is going to thrive. I'll work at it. I believe God. I believe for some of you, you're like, I believe he's going to send my husband. You've been waiting. You've been hoping. But you got to speak to it sometimes. Speak to the darkness. Let there be light. Let there be life. So it stretches out. And now on both sides and it starts wiggling a little bit. Okay, I got to. I don't need this anymore. The thing that once contained me and held me, that was safe for me, that that time, that period of time that I needed to be hidden, the period of time where it was just me and God because he understands, because he knows what to do with me. The period of time that I was in there is the period of time that he was making me, shaping me, forming me, creating me for something greater. Something greater. For something greater, for something greater, for something greater. So it finally gets out of the chrysalis. And now it, it doesn't know what it's about to do, but it knows that something is saying like, now you've got to start to, you got to start to flap these things on the side. You got to move them, start flapping these things. And it starts to flap them. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it's flying. It doesn't know what flying is called because it's never done it before. And there are times in your life when you're going to have to do something that you've never done before. And it may seem a little awkward at first. Like, I'm trying to get out of this. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking more. I'm writing these books. I'm not used to this, but I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm creating this business. I'm doing different at, at the job because you want to go higher. You want to move forward forward into expansion, into promotion. Glory to God. You want to move higher because God is not a stagnant God. And so sometimes there's something on the top. You know, that chrysalis represented the glass ceiling, but with God, there are, there are no ceilings. See yourself in a different space. That's what faith is all about. It's believing that the God, the almighty God who created all things, heaven and earth is greater than all things. And yet he calls you son. Yet he calls you gentlemen. He calls you son. He calls you daughter. To the women out there, he calls you. 
And then he even calls you by name because he knows your name. And you should feel special about that today. You know, regardless of who's made you feel bad, just like that caterpillar in the beginning, they don't know who you will become. They don't know. So stay focused. Get on the path, the path of his word. Because when everything else falls and everything else fails, the word of God won't. So believe him. And then it goes and, and it's, it's doing this flying thing. And all of a sudden, the same people who looked at it were like, ew, are now looking at this caterpillar, now butterfly. And they're pointing at it and they're saying, oh my gosh, how beautiful. Look at it. And it's got the attention of so many, even the ones who once put it down. And it continues to fly. It moves past that scene. It moves past them now. They can no longer hurt it because God has called it out of that tough space and then it goes over a pond and it's looking in the pond and it's admiring this beautiful creature this beautiful colorful creature and it's flapping its wings and it says how beautiful and it moves to the side but what it's looking at moves with it this beautiful creature made by God and it flaps over to the other side wow look at that and all of a sudden it starts to look and say wait a minute that's me I am no longer a lonely caterpillar as I once was I'm no longer down on the ground for people to step on to ridicule and make fun of I am now a beautiful butterfly the process has changed my name I was once a caterpillar, but now I'm a butterfly. It was a difficult journey and process for that caterpillar, just like it has been for many of you. But this is the thing. The process will change your name. Let it. Allow the maker, allow God to speak directly to you, to tell you to live. Open up his word. Look at the scriptures. Look it up on Google. What does God say about me? Am I valuable to him? Look up Google. Am I, how am I valuable to God? Look up the scriptures. Speak them out loud. God so loved the world. He so loved you. That he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe it in him will not perish but have everlasting life. I will have life. I will have life. I will not have death. I will not have sorrow. I will not live in trauma. I will not be a victim. I will be a victor. I will walk in victory. I am victorious. The process will change you. You will no longer be the one that they call wimp. You will no longer be the person who they call gullible. You will no longer be the one who people have spewed out horrible names and have pointed the finger at you and tried to sabotage your name on social media and done all of these evil things. The thing is that it won't matter anymore because when you allow God to transform you through the midst of the process, something wonderful happens, not just to you. When you come out of the chrysalis and there's no more hiding because you were hiding from the ones who were trying to wound and hurt you, you come out differently. 
you come out with strength. You come out realizing that if God can be for me, if God be for me, I was doing two scriptures at one time. If God be for me, he is more than the world against me. And then you look and you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He strengthened the caterpillar. Surely he can strengthen you. So don't give up. Don't give up. So this is Yadida. Span. I'm also known as Coach Faith. And God has given me a message of hope to the wounded, those who are wounded and those who are not. He's called me to speak to those who are even in sorrow and those who are not. To use his word to bind up their wounds. To use his word to help to break people out of prison. And that is why I know that I've had to fight a battle, a tough battle, but I praise God for it because I know what it felt like to be in that bondage, alone, confused, and wondering when it would ever get better. It did because the maker called me out. And I let him call you out through every moment and every journey of your life. God called me out of the dark places And sometimes he will say, you speak. You tell that mountain to be moved. You stand up like a lion. You've been a lamb. I need you to get up now. Arise. Arise. And so for those of you who are listening for the first time or those who have been wondering, like, how do I get in touch with this lady? Like, what else does she do? So I'm not too much into titles, but I know people need them because you want to know, like, who is she? First of all, God gets all the glory. I can do nothing without him. Well, I could. I could fail. I could mess up. I could do all kinds of things. And although I am not perfect, I want to use what he's given to me for his glory. So I have a book called Don't Give Up. And I was just talking to you about that. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. Um, I actually put the audio book on allsound.com. And I have a link tree. If you go to my website, even now while you're listening, I want you to type in uh, yaditaspan.com. Yaditaspan.com. Y-E-D for David. I-D for David. A-H. I'll say it again. (laughs) Y-E-D for David. I-D for David. A-H. S for Sam. P for Paul, A, N for Nancy, N for Nancy, that's span, S for Sam, P for Paul, A, N, N, Nancy, Nancy, adidaspan.com. And I want you to kind of scroll down a little bit. If it's your first time looking, um, you'll be able to see some of the other things I have on there for you, and I will be adding more. I know what my calling is. A calling of an encourager is very important. So those of you who are encouragers and you're kind of like, well, why don't I get to be up on the pulpit and this and that? Because that's great too. But let God use you where he calls you. It's powerful when he does. So I'm over here. (laughs) And you may be listening on Spotify, Anchor, I don't know, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Um, There are so many of them, and pardon me for not saying all of them. And I think I can even add this to Wisdom, the Wisdom app. I'm over there, too. 
Um, and there's this new feature, ask me a question. And maybe you have a question about the book. There are more chapters and I'm going to go through them. I feel like I'll go through them uh, for, you know, this week and next week. And so go there, scroll on down. You probably have already. And you're going to see a course that's there. You'll also see, um, you know, get the books, the ebooks, and what have you. So the audiobook is there. People love listening to the audiobook. I did not put it up on Audible. Not yet. I guess I'll get it there. At the advice of a producer, he told me to put it on All Sound. And I love the name AllSound.com um, because that just sounds great to my ears. And so, yes, it's on Amazon also. And then what I did was I created a course. And the course formally um, is named Butterfly Wings because I felt that the father wanted me to create a course from Butterfly Wings to just be a blessing to his people. To the person who felt like me when I had gone through that abandonment and rejection. And that's another chapter in the book called Duped. Um, it's friction, so it's fiction and reality. But a lot of it, a good portion of it was real. <laughs> the part that wasn't real was um, when she called and... <laughs> I'm going to give a spoiler alert. When she called and said, uh, what was it? Some part about him being her husband. That part never happened. Um, I was the one kind of saying that part. But anyway, let me not throw that up. That's chapter three, pretty much. That's duped. But anyway, um, and let me say this too. It's not just to share this story because I'm like, oh, you need to see what happened to me. No, it's to encourage those. Because what I found out was I thought I was the only one going through what I was going through. And that was a lie from the pit of hell. I wasn't the only one. And, and I isolated because I was like, who can I talk to about this? Who would understand? Who would be sympathetic? And yes, I spoke to some of the wrong people later on in life who used it against me. They were, you know, sometimes when you're vulnerable, people may try to use things against you, but you got to forgive them. I'll talk about forgiveness soon because it's very important. It frees you up when you forgive others. And so it's there. And that's what I was working on last night, what I was talking about in the beginning. Uh, so I changed the course name to... Uh, purpose in your pause, power in your pause, actually. And the reason I did that was because, you know, sometimes you can go through things and if you're the strong one, you know, the one that people depend on, they call you for many things and you answer the call, even when you don't feel well, you're like, I got it, I'm coming, you know, and different things like that when you can. Um, you need to pause sometimes. There's a scripture that says, I feel like it's Psalm 30. 6 and 10, 34 and 10, um, that says, be still and know that I am God. And sometimes, you know, when we're doing, we're doing, we have to pause and we have to allow God to be God so that he can strengthen us in the midst of what we're doing. It's good to help people, but sometimes you need to allow people to help you as well. And so that course is there. It's 14 lessons. And I say 14 power packed um, inspirational, faith-inspired lessons. And it's audio and video um, as well, and also written. So you can listen to it, you can look at whatever the picture is that's there, or you can just kind of go through it the other way, the written content. And I'm going to ask you some questions in this course because I want you to stop and think about how you're feeling Sometimes people aren't going to ask you, how are you? How are you feeling? What's making you feel this way? So I'm going to ask you that. 
I'm going to coach you through the course. And one of the clients of mine, she said that it felt like she was sitting down having a conversation with a, like a good friend. And that's exactly how I wanted it to be. So you have some journaling prompts that are there. So I'll get you to journal. I need you to do that because sometimes we have to get things out of our body, out of our head, write it on paper. And sometimes if you need to throw it away, write a letter to the person that wounded you because sometimes they won't, they won't listen. They're not ready. So you write the letter. Tell them how you feel. You forgive them. You release it. You say that out loud. I forgive you for. And somebody might say, I forgive them for messing up my life. They didn't mess up your life. It's not over. <laughs> it's not over. So that's that part. And it's there. Um, I also do, I have some prayers that are on there. So you can read the prayer, kind of say it along with me. I may have added to them a little bit. There's also some decrees because remember, God spoke, let there be light. And you have to speak that too. Let there be light in this situation, God. According unto your word, you've given me power to be able to speak and use my words also. So speak that. Speak it out. And what else is on that course? Oh, I also have a chapter four. I need to go back. I feel like I've added chapter four, but I also um, share the links and, and, you know, just kind of talk to you. I have some bonus stuff there, but it, it's going to help. It's going to help. I'll come back and talk about, you know, just go ahead and look at it. You can just click on the link. Click on the link. And if you know someone who has been going through, they've been experiencing hardship, I want you to share this podcast with them. I feel like I'm going to add it as a wisdom talk also. I'm pretty sure I can. Um, And I want to add it, I think I can, um, to the app so more people can hear it because when I get to speak, I know it's not for me. This is not about me. It's about the gift of God and what he wants to say to his children to encourage them. And so that's there as well. And maybe you're asking, well, what else do you do? I'm also a coach. I'm a, I'm sorry, something just popped up. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Oh, it's telling me I need to do a reel. Ah, maybe, maybe not. But anyway, um, I'm sorry, I'm a certified Christian coach. And so um, I use faith in my coaching because faith is what has actually brought me through many, many things in my life. And so I do use faith, but I'm also a strategist. And so I'm going to talk to you and you're going to talk to me about you when we have our discovery call. It's not about me. It's about you. What it is that you're trying to accomplish, whatever that thing is, nothing can stop you. You just have to put the right steps in place and then I'm a high-end accountability coach, and so that's the one thing that people love about coaching with me. I'm going to check in. A video is going to come to you after the session. Hey, this is what we talked about. This is what you're scheduled to do for next week by the next time that we meet, Um, and if you have any challenges, reach out on Voxer or something, all right? So, So go ahead, check out the website, get the course, get the book. It's going to bless you. When I come back on, I'll choose another chapter, probably deliberate titles, but go ahead and get the book so that we can kind of go through it together. And if you have any questions over on the wisdom app, you can go ahead and ask me there. All right. I think I've done what I was supposed to do today here. I want you to have a wonderful remainder of the day. Go back and listen to this again. I'm going to probably try to put it up on, you know, some clips of it on Instagram and different places, but share this, share encouragement. 
the world can share all kinds of mean things. We need to start to share hope. So keep going. Remember the caterpillar. And whatever you do, don't give up.